Uh, good afternoon and good morning and good evening wherever you are in the world. Uh, welcome back to the AJ Roberts Show with uh, one of your favourites, Jason Christoph, self-sabotage coach. Welcome back to the show, brother. Thanks for having me, AJ. Uh, I'm happy that people like the last talk. Mm. I really wanted to get uh, Jason back on the show because I had such great feedback from the last one that we uh, we did together. Uh, people learned so much and have continued on that journey um, just to really evolve their own intuition um, their own learnings, their own knowings, you know, of what's going on in the world uh, is massively important. And Jason's like an absolute expert in this. And uh, I'm an avid follower of his, his work on and, and things he puts out on Facebook and things like that. It just shows you the intricate detail in so many facets of our lives um, that are, you know, just injected with nasties, basically, in all different areas. Um, doesn't matter where you look. So what we're going to want to just do today is pull apart a few things just so that you... It, gives you a broader understanding um but also kind of you know help you to better align with like where's best to go with you and your family um so yeah jason like you know obviously picking off where we uh we did our last podcast and i encourage anybody who hasn't seen it yet to go and watch it at, at some point it's um really really informative um i mean you've been a self-sabotage coach for what quite a while but for the, the viewers um and listeners of you know tune in for the first time and uh, to see you what you're about. So I just give an understanding of, um, of what you do. Well, I used to be a health coach. And what I found is, you know, I, I took some certifications that were quite expensive to get people healthy. And then when I tried to get them healthy, they'd run in the other direction, even though they, you know, I charged them thousands of dollars to do it. And they were very intimidated, almost terrified to change so they wouldn't follow they wouldn't even show up for some of our appointments wouldn't follow the diet wouldn't do the exercise program couldn't quit their addictions no matter how devastating they were and so i phoned where i got the certification and i said i'm doing everything you said but these people are literally for what lack of a better term they're terrified to change is there something i'm missing and they said well you didn't go far enough in the certification. We go to the psychological manipulation and the, the mind viruses or the memes that are living in their nervous system that makes them afraid to be better than the average. Mm. So inside all humans, there's this genetic need to feel safe in the bigger group. And what that means is if your neurological system senses that the bigger group is overweight, you're not going to be able to get thin. If your neurological system, you know, assesses that you come from a drinking tribe or a medicated tribe or a junk food tribe or a job tribe, you're not going to be able to be anything different. Mm. And they said there is some psychological manipulations you can do to hack their nervous system, to give the nervous system the false impression that they're in the bigger tribe is the better tribe the bigger tribes the in shape tribe the bigger tribe is the healthy tribe the bigger tribe is the wealthy tribe and then this so sort of like automatic program will gravitate them toward that area unconsciously as ferociously as it does unconsciously in the wrong direction when it's given you know these media inputs that the, what all the cool kids are doing is drinking, smoking and giggling and pushing each other into the bushes. Mm. So that's 
I started to work with my clients with these psychological manipulations. It was the only time they got in shape. And then they didn't need me. It was almost, I did, I changed the program that was running in their nervous system where they didn't need a slave master. They didn't need a task master anymore. They would come to the gym on their own. They would eat well on their own. They would quit their addictions on their own because this system comes a standard equipment on all human bodies. And if you know how to interface with it, you know how to talk to it. You really don't need that slave master slave relationship. You just gravitate towards your best life because of the program, not because of the whips. Mm. And so I, be, I didn't really put myself out of a job, but I said, well, a lot of people would really benefit from this. So I started a self-sabotage coaching school where I would teach other health professionals, even medical doctors, chiropractors, how to psychologically manipulate their clients to break this spell that the media and the government has on them and to reprogram them and allow them to become, you know, go toward their dreams. And you're really, I mean, it's not really hard to do, but the people who rule us really do know about the system I'm talking about. And it's based on repetition because repetition to this part of the brain represents the bigger herd and we're designed to go toward the bigger herd, the more repetitive the message, mm. the more this part of the brain thinks that that message represents what the bigger herd is saying, thinking or doing. So the people who rule us drown us in the tsunami, tsunami of negativity, junk food, alcohol is normal. Weed shops are open here in Canada, coast to coast. And the messaging is always about this is where the bigger herd is. And then you have this part of the brain take over the behavior of people outside their conscious and awareness and walk them off the cliff in their life. They don't know why they smoke. They don't know why they drink wine. I mean, if you give wine to a kid in a, in a, like a 10 year old at a park, the kid will be like, that's disgusting. And it is, it's disgusting, but this part of the brain can be hacked. If you give a kid who's 10 years old coffee, I mean, try not to burn them, give it to them lukewarm, they're like, that's gross. And it is gross. But these things are heavily messaged in our society to be very frequent. They're, through, they're riddled throughout all media purposely to trigger this part of the brain, because this part of the brain that is always looking for the bigger herd downloads data at 11 million pieces of data every second and this reflects its obsession with protecting you and it doesn't miss anything so every show you've ever seen every movie you've ever seen anytime you've seen your parents drinking or smoking and the only reason they're drinking and smoking is because they've watched the screen and got infiltrated with this tsunami and drowned in this tsunami of negative content there's a tabulation there's a score going on all the time in this part of the brain. And the score is the most repetitive content wins out for forcing you to act out and mimic and copy and emulate the behavior that's the most repetitive. Mm. And the people who rule us know this. And that's mm. why, you know, the most frequent message in all Hollywood cinema is coffee. The second most frequent is alcohol. The third most frequent is smoking. 
The fourth most frequent is junk food or a non-nutritious food. And you just go down the line and they're in every movie. And I challenge people, go watch any movie tonight. I don't care if it's the new Avatar or you want to go watch Equalizer 2. I don't care if you go all the way back to Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman. Go back and you tell me how long it takes. And I know you're drinking from a coffee uh, mug right now, but we're going to throw the coffee mugs under the table. Um under the bus here, but the most frequent, like how long is it going to take you to see a coffee mug, a takeout coffee cup, a coffee machine on the back counter or a coffee shop? And you're going to, if you don't see it in the first 15 minutes, write me personally at Jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com. I will review your movie and I guarantee you, you just missed it. And this is, and there are reasons they do this because you will mimic and copy and emulate the most frequent content. And there's many on the ground, boots on the ground, examples of this. I'll just give the one, AJ, that I've probably given before. Uh, the movie Gone in 60 Seconds with Angelina Jolie and Nicolas Cage. It was in 2001. And it was a movie about car theft. And when that movie was released, and the car theft was rep repetitive in the movie because... There was a local thug trying to kill Nick Cage's brother. And the local thug said, I won't kill your brother if you steal 100 cars tonight. Because Nick Cage used to be an old car thief. And Nick Cage retired, didn't want to do it, knew that his brother might be killed. And so although 100 car thefts weren't filmed, there was about 25 that were filmed. And this part of the brain, like I said, is being proven as well. You're sitting in the theater it doesn't know the difference between screen time, real life, or imagined thought. So when you're in the theater, it's doing what it always does, looking for repetitive content as a way to fit in, a mm. bond, and blend with the tribe. It just saw 25 repetitions of car, th uh, car theft. And when that movie came out in Burnaby, BBC, Canada, car theft went up 70% in the first four days. So your behavior is most of it is unconscious to you. Mm. It's based on a safety mechanism. The safety mechanism is you blending into the tribe because if you do and say and think like the tribe, there's a good chance they're going to accept you. And this is done outside your conscious awareness in the category of your heartbeat. You don't control your heartbeat. You don't control this part of your brain. You don't control your hair growing. If I cut myself, I don't have to tell it to heal. You are a survival and safety-based mechanism. And this mechanism is as unconscious to you as your heartbeat. And the average person has no idea that it goes on inside their body. And I will let you know that the people ruling you know everything about it a hundred times more than I do. And they know how to repetitively message you so that you destroy yourself, destroy your own children, destroy your communities and enslave yourself. This is their expertise in using this messaging, hacking this part of the brain. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's really interesting you've gone in 60 seconds there because it made me think about the times that I swear I didn't drive like a dickhead after watching Fast and Furious at the cinema. And I know people uh, who watch this who went to see Fast and Furious at the cinema would have been like on that journey on the way home. You suddenly think like, oh, I can drive like Vin Diesel. You know, and it's because you've just literally walked out and seen all the car chases and all the driving, all the gear changing and stuff like that. It's just massive repetition. 
and then you have that feeling to go and try and do it like when you leave just something as simple as that yeah it's, it's and everybody started to get those cars right the little civics mm. uh with the big mufflers and the rims and maybe some of the hydraulic shocks so you could bounce up and down <laughs> and this is how this part of the brain works it mimics and emulates and even worse is like saying gone in 60 seconds is that the guy that stole all the cars got the girl and it wasn't just an average girl it was angelina jolie and any guy i'll tell you back in 2001 she's a very very attractive woman still is today and this is a survival-based mechanism and it's not just survival of you right which is the self-centered north american way of looking at things it's a the preservation of your gene pool. So when it sees that you're stealing cars and to fit in with the tribe, you steal cars. But if you steal a car, you can reproduce with a hot lady like Angelina Jolie. There's a there's a there's sort of an upregulation of the mimicking because there's rewards given. There's rewards of procreation provided. Same thing with Vin Diesel, and he had that very nice looking lady by his side. And, you know, the, the hero gets the girl is another way that you can hack this protective procreation survival safety mechanism. And the people doing this really know how to make this work so mm. that they don't have to put hands on you. That's why they, they love it the most is because they don't like if I showed up to you and let's talk about potentially the new medicine and I hold you down, I got hands on you. It's obvious. And I'm you know, making you take the new medicine. Well, then, you know, then it becomes obvious to all the onlookers. But if I can get the repetitive messaging in and make you run, you know, run to the shop or run to the clinic or the pop-up tent and you wait in line and you insist on it, well, then it's different mm -hmm. because legally no one goes to jail. There's no charges in our legal system where I trick you to hurt yourself. So you can't charge me if I psychologically manipulate you to hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. But if I put hands on you, yeah, now we're into the regular legal framework. And if I injure you or you're injured, yeah, legally you can come, come get me. Mm. So this is why, you know, every trick, this is why they use this modality is because everything they do is about you getting you to volunteer for this moronic lifestyle, like we were talking about this killer calendar, the Christmas aspect, it doesn't matter if it's uh, spending money you don't have at Christmas, getting drunk on New Year's Eve, uh, working a job when you should be opening a business, using your mouth as a garbage compactor instead of, you know, eating for nutrition instead of for entertainment. They make you do it. In the same way that the same reason people stole these cars all over and in Burnaby, B.C., too, when when the cars were getting stolen and the dispatcher was like, what's going on? Why are so many cars getting stolen? Yeah, we got another car stolen. Well, someone said phone around and see, like, is it what's going on here? Something invisible, right? Because this is the, they call it the invisible magic or the letter E. We won't even get into that. But so they phoned around and everywhere where this movie was, people were stealing cars <laughs> all over the place because the people who rule us have the saying, what's on the screen in the morning will be on the street at night. Mm -hmm. And they know it. And it could be, um, 
I mean, this is why in the last 15 years, there were over 300 movies about um, things that get inside you to make you sick, special medicine to make it better. And if you don't take it, you're a zombie. So that zombie medicine saves the day genre was totally, you know, inserted through repetition into the into the human psyche mm-hmm. and just prepping them for when the whole thing goes live. And you can see that a lot of these uh, genres like I Am Legend with Will Smith, um, same genre, there's there's you know, the invisible pathogen that gets inside of you. He's trying to find a medicine to save everybody. And it's a real disaster. And they they get you with so many things in I Am Legend because Will Smith lost his wife. He lost his daughter to this disaster. He lost his dog, lost his job. And where, where are these always done? And this is done on purpose. All these movies are in London, New York, or L.A. Mm-hmm. And if you go to these towns, the people are like, they don't understand. But when you watch I Am Legend and you're in New York City and you're seeing all these landmarks, people are like, that looks really bad. Like, that's really close to me. I don't want to go through. I don't want to lose my dog. I don't want to lose my house. I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to lose my partner. And it's these cities that buckled the fastest because they mm-hmm. know if we can get the big enclaves under this sort of uh, hypnotic subconscious control that, I mean, the, this is, these are the targeted areas. These are the mm-hmm. prized areas for the people that are hunting us. But it was, it was the same though during uh, the last few years, you know, when there was lockdowns and all that kind of stuff. Like in every country, it was only sort of major cities and urban areas that they were showing or reporting on. Um, you know, not like this. You know, the, the outer suburbs. Um, it was always the major cities, and you know, it's, it's easily well documented. And you can see it for yourself how you know, the, let's call them the controllers. Um, they want people living in smart cities, you know, all moving into the same area. And funny enough, we'll build it ourselves. And that's basically what's happened. So these huge metropolises that we look at, and I don't know about your personal view on this, but I look at you travel a lot, but I look at a lot of towns, like town centres and stuff like that. They're so run down. And you look at like these ancient buildings, we've got like the intricacy to, you know, compared to what, you know, just flat, straight, cheap material, modern day crap that we have now. Um, but it, it's to draw people in. You're like, well, that's where all the work is. Um, and it basically, they're not only drawing you into your own prison, you're, you build your own prison. And that's what they want. Again, it's all about us building our own prisons and then trapping ourselves, enslaving ourselves, because they can't do anything without free will. And it's the same with uh, your, they, they need that. They tell you everything they're going to do to you, everything, whether it's through the movies or terms and conditions um joe rogan's just done a, a podcast and where they've just shown all about how tiktok's terms and conditions literally show you that they will take all the data from your phone and you still sign up to it and then make loads of videos and your kids faces all over it and all that kind of stuff but they've they've asked they've you've given your consent uh and it's the same with all the testing you know they've now got your consent to your dna they, you know same to the old uh inoculations as well right it's just they've got your consent they've got your consent and like exactly what you just said in every facet of our lives, we, we've got nothing to come back on because we've actively given our consent. 
Yeah, and that's the same as like say the ghost cities in China. I don't know if you just look those up on YouTube, ghost cities in China. There's these cities that'll hold 10 million people built with investment dollars from our stock market. They're empty. So what, what do you think's going on there? Well, if you look at the, there's a new plan called the 30-30 plan where 30% of the earth's natural land is going to be off limits except to the people that are making the laws. And they're going to go out into the rural areas and try and drive people into these pre-made cities in China. That's where it's going to go first and see how it goes there. And people have to understand that, you know, there's ways they get people to do this. It's not that it's, I mean, yes, it's bad and it's not going to be good for anybody. But if you don't understand the trickery, the psychological trickery that they use against you so that you actually cheerlead it and you're cheering your own destruction, um, you're going to be a sitting duck for all this stuff. And one of the ways they do it is they give you these hero status and you can't give someone hero status and make them feel better unless their regular life is really shitty to begin with. Mm. So they've done this gradual decline of self-worth and self-respect and people's jobs are meaningless. They're soulless. They're empty. They're directionless. They're listless. So you had to gradually erode the society down here before you laid the trap and said, you know what? You haven't felt like a hero in a long time. And this is all psychology. Mm. They don't feel like they're winning. They don't feel like a hero. And they know humans need to feel like they're winning. They need to know they need to feel heroic. They need to feel part of the group to be safe. And humans throughout history will always find sort of an invisible God or an invisible entity to outsource their honor to. So what they're doing is they're, they psychologically beat, beat people down over the past three or four decades to get them in this vulnerable position and to say, look, you know, kind of like we know your life is really shitty and meaningless, but look, we're going to give you a label as a hero. If you, you know, if you put the thing over your mouth and, you know, you go to the clinic, big hero, stand six feet apart. You're finally a hero, Johnny. You're finally a hero, Mary. Mm. And if you do it for the environment, like if you lock yourself down, don't eat this and eat the bugs, you're finally going to be a hero. <laughs> and mm. people who don't do anything heroic in their life have too cowardly to do it because are they real cowards? No. It's just the school system told them that if they make a mistake, that's bad. And so they never want to try anything. So, the you know, all of this is like one big watch, right? I mean, there's an average of 150 pieces in the average watch. They all work together. So the average person has the shitty soulless existence because the school told them that it was it was bad to make a mistake. I I had, say, 10 business ideas in my life. Five were bad and cost me about 200000 But the other five was great and made me about $5 million. Mm. And if I was afraid to make a mistake and I recoiled every time I made a mistake, I'd go nowhere and then I'd get a job and become the soulless, listless, directionless person that could be taken advantage of like this. Mm. 
So they're very good at psychologically manipulating people and saying, yeah, you're going to do it for the environment. And of course, that's like a new God now. And they know humans need to outsource to a bigger thing. I'm part of this bigger group, this bigger drive. That's the, that's the basis of cults because the people are so directionless and so empty. They got to outsource their greatness to someone else because they're afraid to be great. So if you want to wear the label, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to burn my house down and eat the bugs because I'm going to get the hero stamp and the hero award for that. Someone like me is like, well, that's kind of a step down in, in mm. what I do. And, and if you're living a really meaningless, empty, shitty existence, uh, then people are like, well, that's a, that's a step up. I got to take it. <laughs> and that's how they're getting psychologically manipulated today to wear these labels. Like I'm a this and I'm a that. And, and you know, you don't need a label because mm. if you're a good person, you don't need a label. You don't have to flash your label to say, look, I'm good. Like if you're a really good, moral, ethical, healthy, fair and just person, you don't need a label mm. to show yeah. up in a room and get respect. No, absolutely. And I've been talking about quite a lot recently about just showing up as your authentic self as the biggest form of empowerment you can give to everyone around you in your circles. And we have spent, you know, a good part of two, three years, you know, shaking people's, you know, why can't you see what we can see? But like, it's, it's all, all come down, all of it's come down to deep level programming in each individual. So, and as a result of that, there's not like one word or one answer fits all for like the one-to-one -one conversations you have, you know, it all depends on where that person's at and their, their own personal program. You know, I've still, we've all got elements of it still, you know, you know, it's, I was 15 years in the military. You don't just lose all of it, but if you can identify a lot of it, it's easier to understand and see. So when the whole pandemic thing started, you know, there was lots of military units that were being called to do mass testing on people in hospitals and stuff like that lauded as heroes at the time you know you've got like hundreds thousands of of troops in that that had never done never been anywhere because you know obviously what was it i think afghanistan was by the last combat of co conflict um which kind of died down around towards 2014 so it's been quite some time and obviously a lot of people have joined since then so you've got all these youngsters that don't really go anywhere um haven't really joined and done what they wanted to do suddenly lauded as heroes like you're gonna be part of this big thing for the country we're gonna help save all these lives and stuff like that when in fact you know unbeknown to them it just massively added to the problem because we all know what these you know dodgy tests do and that they don't actually test for anything you know other than what they want it to show so again it's all down to that like oh that hero mentality and stuff and i think with teenagers like that's it's a big passion of mine and you know i work with a football team with uh, 16 17 year olds have done for a you know a long time and um and, and the events i'm doing we're getting like youngsters coming along to and that for me they're like the, the biggest target for you know the controllers because once you've got them completely controlled and you've already got their parents completely controlled you know you, you're absolutely winning um and that's why they're so keen to get us into school from the age of four or five years old because that's when they can start breaking down our inner child you know which is massively important so without the inner child as we're older, we don't discern as well, do we? So we just end up nodding our head and just going along and doing what everyone else is doing. Um, I mean, the, the the average life of a teenager, on average day-to-day -day life of a teenager nowadays, modern day on average, is literally just being poisoned from the minute you wake up in the morning to the minute and, you know, and the minute to the minute they go to bed and it's just on repeat. 
Oh, I, I mean, absolutely. These kids never really leave the system. School is there to keep you as a perpetual infant. Like even some of my friends, they were in school, which means someone else is going to tell them how to live their life. Someone's going to tell them what hours to do what. Someone's going to tell them how much they're going to earn or what job they're going to take. And then my friend graduates from that and goes to university. It's the same thing. So you're still in the system. And then they graduated and went to teacher's college. So they're still in the system where someone's telling you how to run your day. And then when they get out of teacher's college, they're back teaching kids how to follow through on this whole pattern. Mm. That person never left the system. They never become a fully functional adult. They never learn to be independent. They never learn how to do for themselves. They're always relying on someone to do for them and tell them what to do. And if you take that person, the programming is so dangerous I mean, I, I remember one person, uh, one of my friends just inherited $9 million, phoned me right away and said, look, I used to work for uh, other people. They tell me what to do, when to get up. And I know with this $9 million, I'll probably won't get up because no one's telling me to get up. And I will basically not know what to do with myself. I won't know when to eat, when to pee, when to, when to nothing. And so I had to work with her one-on-one -on -one to find her passion, find her original human motivation for being here on the planet. What was she passionate about? And then start working sort of a job, not even a job, but working at, uh, at serving. That's what it is. Serve humanity. You're not here to do any of these meaningless soulless jobs for 35 years to get a pension that's actually missing right now in stolen. Anybody's thinking you'll hang on for your pension. I'm really sorry to tell you. But I mean, this is why they're trying to do what they're going to do is because your pensions are missing. Yes. This group are pirates. They steal everything that's not locked down. And so I really had to work with my friend to break this programming because she went, the system is dependency. It's so you're completely dependent. And they used to have those rites of passage where they would break that dependency, like in Sparta in ancient Greece. When you were a 14-year-old boy, they put you out in the forest for seven days on your own, and it broke the dependency. You had to become independent. Where are you going to sleep? When are you going to sleep? Do you know how to build a fire? Can you cook? Can you hunt? Everything was about, before the rite of passage, it was about the tribe will provide. Now you have to provide. And they knew if they had an adult in the tribe later on in life that was dependent like a child, it threatened the entire tribe. And usually, I mean, some deaths occurred out in the forest because there's some very dangerous gray wolves out around the Spartan woods. But the, usually the boy would come back as someone who could take care of himself, could do for himself so he wouldn't burden the tribe. You can't burden people to take care of you. And everybody in this system burdens other people. I burden during the day absolutely no one. I make my own money. I do my own thing. I don't ask anybody for handouts. If I'm out of money, I just generate it. I never have my handout ever. I do not burden and suck energy from the tribe. And that's what an adult is supposed to do is not burden the tribe and suck resources. An adult is supposed to provide service, not suck service and suck energy out of the tribe. And today, all we have are 
permanent teenagers, I call them proteins, professional lifelong teenagers, always on the suck, always asking someone else to tell them what to do, always demanding someone else give them a payout, always demanding someone else shovel their driveway or someone else do this or cut the lawn or, you know, take care of my pregnancy payments or everything is about dependency. It's a dependency based uh, society. And the Spartans knew uh, that, that bound to collapse mm. because eventually no one wants to work. And I'll tell you in Canada right now, no one wants to work. And if it's not fun, they're not interested. And I mean at all. It's from one fun event to the next fun event to the next drinking event to the next TV show to the next big movie to the next blowjob to the next porn. They just want 24-hour fun or they're not doing it. So nothing's getting done. Garbage isn't getting taken out. Garbage is not getting picked up. No one's flying the planes. No one's handling the luggage. Everybody's in the corner on their phone having a good pull. And this is what the Spartans knew. You can't run a society with professional uh, perpetual infants. You can't run a society with proteins. You can't. Yeah. And so we're in, we're in the death throes of a dying society, but it's up to us what's going to come out the other side. It's not up to a couple clinical psychopaths at these big three-letter organizations. It's up to us. Yeah. And it's always been about that. And I think the majority of people are really starting to cotton on to the fact that, you know, from a savior point of view, who takes us out of this? And, you know, is it, we are that savior as an, as an individual because it starts with your own individual reality. So as you break free from the molds and the grips of this, like this negative and false matrix that we're, we're massively in and have been in our, our entire lives, um, as well as everyone who's living um, today has been, uh, it's just a case of like understanding where you're at in that way, where, where you really sit in this whole matrix in your reality. And then how, how do you break free from that? Now, understanding all the mind control techniques is the first one, the things that are actually being done to you, why they're being done to you. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, and this is one of the things I'm covering uh, in great detail on my, uh, my new course that starts in January, um, is what our human bodies actually are, what they're made of, what they can do, and what they're actually capable of outside of all the mainstream BS and <clears throat> a lot of shite that they've just put out there that have taught us and kept us in that little box. So, um, you know, how to create higher levels of consciousness, how to improve your intuition so you can see all this stuff for yourself, uh, how to decalcify pineal glands, do that in the first place. Like, what even is that? You know, just all these little things that have been kept from us, even though it's just it's readily available out there. Um, and it's, it's all these toxins and this daily barrage of subliminal messaging and stuff like that, that, you know, calcifies the pineal gland in the first place for this reason, because, you know, if you're going to nickname it something, it's literally it is literally like god's microchip isn't it like it to help you see through your third eye your whole life how it should be you, you know you live a life in bliss joy enlightenment you know but as i mentioned earlier on my socials imagine if the whole world was in that state you, nobody would be able to be controlled so that's like the first thing is when you're trying to attack anyone or do anything is know thy enemy right and in this instance we are the enemy and they know us more than we know ourselves Right. Um, and that's what people don't can't understand. And that's why they turn to medicine that, you know, the, the, the controllers give out because they've like spent their whole lives being brought into that state. I'm on a call, Jen. I know, but Kim's here. 
Okay, I'll be done in half an hour. It's uh, yeah, and, and it, it just goes, you know, it goes along in that kind of like cycle over and over and over again. And that's why people end up in that bubble and they don't break free from the major because they cannot see it. Uh, and that's why it's important, obviously, people like yourselves, people like myself and loads of other people out there that are showing people these problems, these hurdles, these obstacles um, that are actually pulling people into this like dead space um of the, the fact that dangers are you know how vast this minefield is and and where the actual minds are that's you know what's what's important here uh for people to understand so when you when you can truly see it uh, what's been done to them and their family it's a lot easier to understand the bigger picture isn't it but until people can get past that first part they're just going to continue jumping off watching this scrolling on someone's got a six pack out you know trying to spaff off some like bullshit product that they don't even use themselves um or some celebrity with you know fake lips on love island etc 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 you know it's just a it, like i said it's, it needs to be fun all the time but um you know th there's so much fun out there in growing your intuition your inner intelligence and just expanding your whole consciousness to a completely different level like that's so much for, for my own experience and I, i'm not a very you know similar to yours so much more fun than the shit that they try to put in front of you. Well, it's very rewarding because you're here to provide service. Mm. You're not here to be limited. It's, you're not here to have your potential squashed. You're not here to scroll your phone. You're not here to be a slave. You're here to serve humanity. Mm. So in that case, when you find out, I mean, the pineal glands, probably the interface between that 11 million pieces of data that gets taken in through from the environment and the 144 or 140 pieces of data that you pick up consciously or act out consciously. So if you can sort of interface be between that chip, you can probably have access to all the information that is being put out there or taken in through your body. I mean, look at your rib cage. What does it look like? It looks like an antenna, does it not? Mm. It's an antenna. Everything's we're here to we're always receiving information and being guided by frequencies that are coming from outside of ourselves. I mean, that's what mind control is. I'm, mm. I'm the controller. I'm going to put some images outside of you and, and you're going to obey my command outside your conscious awareness. So this is why it's more rewarding and more fun. And also, I mean, I, I make a great living at awaken, helping people awaken and help themselves, help their children, help their children reverse disease, help their, their themselves reverse disease. And that's what everybody's here to do. You're, we're here to make the world better. And in Canada, I mean, each one of my friends gets up and pa packs their lunchbox in the morning and off they go to just fucking destroy people. I don't know if you're allowed <laughs> to say that on YouTube, but uh, were we going to get banned for the F word? Maybe I'm not too sure. But the worst part me, I'm upset. You know, I think they're, they're going to get sick of me soon. I've got more YouTube channels and I've got digits in my hands. <laughs> you're hanging on by a thread. Yeah. But I mean, th this is the big problem, right? I mean, the big problem is that everybody's getting up to work. And if my friend's a nurse, she's going to destroy people. So my friends are doctors. They're, like Everybody's working so hard at destroying the society. 
how does anybody not see where this is going? Mm. Like you can't indoctrinate children in the name of education. You can't create disease in the name of health. The lawyers are destroying the legal system. Uh, the government's not protecting the people. They're, they're pirates. I mean, where do you, do you think this goes on forever? It doesn't go on forever. It's only when it affects their house, isn't it? I find it like or the individual family. So there's a sudden like bosh, like uh, other a health matter or a sudden financial matter, and then suddenly it makes them wake up to. You know, well, that's if on. it's that's if it's sudden. The people mm. doing this know, hey, you know, death by a thousand cuts works the best. That's why the lady in 1980 she was 130, and then she's 135, 140 pounds, 155 pounds, 170. You know, you don't put the break, like if she was 130 pounds and then bang, she's 185 or 210 in, in like that year, she's like, something's going on. Or if you have, you get this gradual decrease in your spending power, people this year can't afford to even put their heat at proper, mm. at the proper level, certainly can't afford to go on vacation, are starting to buy cheaper, less quality foods. You, if you, if you grind them in, you know, it's this communist doctrine. If you grind them down slowly, it's like that frog in the boiling water. They don't notice. Mm. They don't notice. So they're waiting for that sudden impact. But, you know, Johnny over there has a heart attack. And then it's another three months. And then Bill has a heart attack. And then in two more months, Frank has a heart attack. And Janine has a heart attack. you got to normalize this drip by drip. So that the average person starts to think, yeah, this is completely normal. And that's because that big impact will wake them up. That's why they don't do the big impact. That's why there was a gradual approach to the new medicine and what it was designed to do. And the inflation is grinding them down slowly. Mm. And everybody's getting sick slowly so that it's mm. all normalized. They know the big impact would wake them up. That's why they steer clear of it. Yeah. And it's, you know, I know for a fact, everyone who's watching or listening has got family members who, uh, who, you know, went for the, the new medicine uh, that have been sick over Christmas. You know what I mean? And it's uh, as well as during that period, you know, you're constantly intoxicating yourself with like so much poor quality food that's out there in every country. It's the same blueprint in every country, like the school systems, the food, big pharma they like the way they run things corporate you know the policies it's literally the same blueprint to literally slowly grind society down so it becomes dependent on everybody else um for, for those handouts and I, I was i was in the um i went to the shop today just just to get a loaf of bread right and the the difference in ingredients in just a loaf of bread compared to like 20 years ago is like crazy um so you know, you just ask yourself, why is food lasting longer than it should be for, for starters? Um, and this is just in one loaf of bread. So I had wheat flour, obviously. Um, and then it's got uh, vegetable oil, sunflower oil, rapeseed oil. And it's just like all these seed oils, which we know about for you and carcinogenic, but they're, they're literally in everything. Um, emulsifiers, E numbers, soya flour, preservatives, you know, it's, that's just a loaf of bread. And it's, um, and then you look at things like soups, you're like, oh yeah, wholesome. And they're like, oh, it's one of your five a day and all this kind of stuff. And then you turn that over and it's just like, how can all that be in a soup? And it's, again, it's your rapeseed oils, it's the stuff like that. And it's, 
It's literally yeah. in everything, isn't it? it it's in everything because they know to get us to this point in time where there's a very particular agenda rolling out. They had to normalize this tsunami of sickness. Like you can't, you can't have had a healthy group walk into 2020 and then go to these pop-up tents and get the new medicine and have the events that are happening unless you decimated them health-wise for the last 50 years. Mm. You can't do it. So now it's so normal. They're like, oh, you know, uh, he's uh, 16. Like here in Canada, we have uh, 20 teenagers having problems here under the ribcage. And, um, you know, people are like, ah, I don't know. I'm like, what don't you know about that? We never saw that, but sickness was so normalized, it opens up this Pandora's box where you could excuse your way out of that. And if you're weak, if you're weak, if you're not a strong person, if you're, if you're out of shape, you got no money, you rely on the job, you got the government tit in your mouth, either directly or indirectly, you're weak. So your Pandora's box is open and say, oh, he probably had too many M&Ms, genetics. <laughs> genetics he's you know his, i think his dad has heart problems but I'm like his dad is alive he, so the weak people go for the lowest hanging fruits or the lowest hanging excuses because if they speak up because they mm. the people who rule us there's a psychological angle to everything yeah and i, I think um with the tv programs as well that like you've got all the the medical tv programs soap operas and and Netflix series as well, which normalize so much of this stuff as well, don't they? Like to, to add to that level of programming and, and normalization, you know, for, for nudging people along. Um, and I think when people started having serious, you know, reactions to these, uh, this new medicine, um, they'd, we'd already gone through a significant different processes of, you know, lockdowns and stay at home, NHS subliminal messaging and same in Canada, same in America, Australia, New Zealand, all the same countries again, um, and during that period, whilst you're all locked down, you're being hammered with frequency from Netflix and Disney Plus, which, funnily enough, launched the day after we were put into lockdown. Then I said nobody had worked that out. Um, you know, you don't just make a platform like that overnight. And um, a subject to that, subject to drinking all their tap water, which again, in every country, rolling out the same thing, full of fluoride, full of, full of chlorine, like, all that kind of stuff. Um, and as you well know, same in your place, all the gyms were closed and the only things that were allowed open were fast food and McDonald's and things like that. Yeah, um, but there's a psychological angle to that too. Because if you go to the book by Dr. Juiced Merlou, so yes, an odd name, I'll spell it for you. J-O-O-S-T, Juiced. Merlou is M-E-E-R-L-O-O. So Juice Merlou rent, uh, wrote a great book called Menticide, which means just death of the mind and, and brainwashing and mind control. And he, <clears throat> he will tell you <clears throat> openly that confusion is the number one way to put someone under mind control. And this is so you brought up the gyms being closed during a health emergency which is contradictory it, it, it puts the confusion and then the liquor stores are open and alcohol actually kills 7 million people every year on the planet there's 60 million people die on the planet every year anyway 7 million are killed by uh, alcohol 11 million by junk food 
sorry, it's 7 million by cigarettes, 3 million by uh, alcohol, and 11 million by junk food. But regardless, that's 21 million deaths every year out of a grand total of about 60. So one third of all deaths in the world are contributed by junk food, alcohol, and smoking. And the gyms are closed, but the bottle shops are open. Uh, you can get the cigarettes, the junk food is flying. And someone's thinking, well, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, perfect. You're understanding mind control. Because when the mind is confused, see, the part of the brain that's our strongest defense mechanism is based on logic. And if you can <coughs> throw an illogical thought into that part of the brain, you can shut it down. Mm. And the secondary part comes on. And the secondary mechanism is compliance. So we have a weaker part that's based on like, I'm too confused to think I'm just going to comply. And the other part is a logical part that says, oh, two plus two equals four. We can get out of this. We can get out of this. So if you can fire confusing messages into the neurological system, the stronger part, I mean, I know it doesn't seem that strong, but it's the best defense mechanism we have. But if you can confuse it, it kind of grabs itself drunk and says, uh, things don't seem to be making any sense out there. Bodyguard number two, or that's what I call the secondary system, bodyguard number two, I call him Joe. He's very compliant, a people pleaser, likes to make friends with everybody. He's your secondary defense mechanism when you're confused. And this is why Fauci purposely said, you don't need any masks, you know, you might stop a little drip. And then right after that, you did need the masks. And then after that, he's putting two on. He's got, you can do this one and put another one over. And then they said, if you took the new medicine, you don't need to wear it. And then about a month later, like if you took the medicine, you got to wear a mask inside. And then it was a mask all the time again, even if you took it. Um, and, you know, you're waiting in the air airplane line, you're six feet apart. And then you get in the airplane, you're like side by side. Everything's confusing on purpose because it brings the compliant part of the brain to the forefront. They know that. Mm. And that's why the famous quote by Joseph Mengele is, the more we do it to you, the more you can't believe we're doing it to you. Because that's the biggest confusing thing in the world. The biggest confusing message is two generations or three generations of brainwashing at government schools, telling people that the government loves you, and then bang, they're, they're attacking you like the devil incarnate. Mm. That's the most confusing. That's their biggest confusion card they've ever, ever developed is give three generations of teaching that this is your best buddy who's going to protect you at all time, and then just beat the shit up, which is, you know, this is what battered woman syndrome is about. The man that says he loves you, and then he gives you the back of the hand. That stuns the woman and confuses her, and now she's under control. Now she's under the mind control. She's receptive. She's highly suggestible because the compliant part of the brain is operating now. Hmm. So this is, this is the sort of terror psychology that's being used against us all the time. Yeah. 
and, and you only have to look at um, the way people react around Christmas time. Um, I think to see, uh, just stand back and use it as a social experiment and watch how people are through the streets and in the sh- in all the shops and that is it's unbelievable. You know that, that you can just see all the fear in people, like wondering if they've if they've spent enough on little Johnny because the way the mentality is now, it's all about things and materials. Um, you know, often you know say, say that most kids now have got a double bed, an iPhone, Netflix computer video game console of some sort you know at a bare minimum and, and that's like whether you even if you live in sort of lower income houses you know on council estates and stuff like that, that, that all these kids still have all this stuff as a bare minimum so there's a huge expectance of things and financial burden they then put on themselves at a time when everyone's feeling the squeeze right um and like you mentioned before this is the, the killer calendar it's like every six to eight weeks there's like something else in there that's just a big commercialized it's just meant it's just pure nonsense uh and it's it, there's no meaning to any of it and i'm i must admit though like i don't know about your, your circles but there's a lot more people this year will just like i'm not interested in presents not interested in things i just want to speak with family appreciate family time have meaningful conversations like not just watching people play with bits of plastic in the corner and stuff like that on their own you know actually have everyone together like doing what us humans should be doing and i think this year's highlighted that a lot more to people and i think probably because of the financial implications um but nonetheless you know i can see a lot more people kind of waking up to that uh, that it's all put there in front of us to make us consumers on you know more fronts than one not just in the the plastic crap toys but obviously all the all the alcohol all the shit food and then running straight to all the pharmaceuticals to try and make us feel better from all the toxins that we put in our body you know they're all readily available for you there all the time aren't they problem reaction solution yeah, all that stuff about the Christmas, the materialism, that was there to get people into that meaningless state of mind mm. so they could say, here's where you can be a hero. So they're well aware that the new phones, the new iPads, the, the plumped up lips, the surgeries, the movies, the, the vaping, the, you know, the alcohol, the fast food, that all decreases your potential. And then you're going to get depressed. So they purposely did everything you're describing. It is about materialism, but they know materialism can't make a human happy. They know that. So they're drowning the human in materialism for 50 years and then said, you know what? You feel like a loser. People are like, yeah, I give up. I feel like a loser. What do I need to do? Because they're always looking for external guidance. And they said, whatever they want to do, they'll say you can be a hero if you do this. People will clap the pots and the pans if you do this next. Yep. It's, uh, uh, yeah, and they just queue up for it for fun. And that's it, but they don't realize it either. You know, and then there's, I always find that people need external validation. Oh, have I bought enough for so and so? Do you think, you know, do you think they've got enough items or enough this or enough that? It's always about because people just never have enough, don't they? It's always the next best thing. And again, that's that, it's that, that all those nudge techniques put people into that. A uh, classic example is most youngsters nowadays struggle to concentrate for more than 10 to 15 seconds. They need they need new information because that's what has happened to their brain, conditioned by Instagram stories, Snapchat, TikTok. And it's literally, you know, lying there at night, scrolling, 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 scrolling. The scrolling technique on phones. It's literally conditioned people to needing new information. And I find the people who are the biggest scrollers on the phones are the ones that can't make eye contact with you when you're having a conversation and hold that eye contact for more than 10, 15 seconds. Is it something you find? 
Well, I've, I know that if you watch the movie Pseudology, The Art of Lying, there's many neuro, you know, neuroscientists that come up and say, when you fix the gaze, it's called fixing of the gaze, where you focus on a very small point of attention, you change brainwave states into this alpha state, which is a hypnotic, highly suggestible state. The alpha state is the state that a stage hypnotist will put you in before they make you do all that weird stuff. And when you stare at the screen, <clears throat> you get brain damage. So when you go into alpha state, it actually shuts blood flow down to the prefrontal cortex or the frontal lobe. And you get this brain damage because all the blood starts to be shunted to the limbic system, the fight or flight, because you're, you're actually being put in a little bit of a fight or flight mode because you're actually very vulnerable to attack as a human being when you stare at a single point of attention. You're very vulnerable. Your body knows that. So it kind of gets more of the blood flow ready in the fight or flight mechanism. And the deep thinking part goes dark. And that's why they always want you staring at a screen. That's why there's computers in the school. That's why they want everybody to have a phone and stare on their phones. It just means if you're staring at a phone and you're an alpha brainwave state, and again, this is all explained in the documentary called Pseudology, The Art of Lying. You can get it on Vimeo for free. If you're staring at a phone, you're already in that hypnotic trance suggestion state. So all they have to do is belt out or you bugle out your next command and you will comply because that hypnotic state, that trance state, the alpha brainwave state is Joe, is the second bodyguard, is the bodyguard, this protection mechanism that has, it has one defense mechanism. It does what it's told because it's a wimp. Hmm. That That's what it does. Yeah. So it's so dangerous for these kids to be staring at the screens because not only does it make them compliant, it gives them brain damage in the highest IQ part of the brain that actually makes them human. Hmm. The human part of the brain that makes us different from other animals is the prefrontal cortex. Hmm. So if you're the ruling group, these three letter agencies, they want you in the brain function of a farm animal. And this is why they want you on the alcohol and all the junk food and the killer calendar. It's every six to eight weeks where you're going to drain your finances to keep up with the herd. Right. And you're going to drain your human potential through poisoning yourself. They don't want you having any money because if they try to lock down someone with money, they just say, well, I'm going to get out in time on my own plane and or I'm going to arrange for a more expensive ticket because the average person, I think they said about 70% of Americans are like one paycheck away from bankruptcy. Mm. So they always want you on that financial treadmill because like financial weakness is the same as physical weakness. Just means you're going to comply. Like if you don't have, if you had a million bucks in the bank and you were a nurse and they told you to take the new medicine and you didn't want to, if you had a million bucks, you'd be like, see you later. Mm. I'll come back uh, when all this is all said and done. So they want, that's why they gave the cheap interest rates for, for the last decade. You mean like one and a half percent? All the people who can't think, who can't, don't have the pineal gland open, 
they're not judging the ambush. They're like, cheese. And I'm like, it's a mousetrap. They're like, cheese. And I'm like, don't <laughs> go in there. So they go in, they load up on the loan. And now that one and a half interest uh, point, you know, interest rate on your house is now four and a half or five and a half. They got you. So they're, they're just driving you up again. So they're draining you of your financial resources. Here they come back around the mountain. And the mm. next thing, you'll have less spiritual strength, less financial strength, less physical strength, and less intellectual strength because you got brain damage because you're fixing your gaze on a screen the whole time. So the only way out of this is to, to strengthen yourself in the four pillars that are the most important for your strength which is financial, spiritual, uh, physical, and um, physical and intellectual. That's what you have to do because their job is to destroy you in those four areas so that when they come, the abusive, like if you're, if you're listening to the government, I'm sorry to say you have a battered man's or battered woman's syndrome. So when this abusive partner comes into your life next and just slaps you, you're like, oh, I'll do what you say. You want the shoes? I'll get your shoes. You want the newspaper? I'll get the newspaper. They'll do whatever. They'll do whatever they're told because they're weak. So you have to see the traps that make you physically weak, mm -hmm. which is the booze and the coffee and the weed and the, the junk food. Like, wake up. It's so obvious. Mm -hmm. They're poisoning your feet. Like, I had to get rid of some ants. I don't like doing it, but they're in my house. Uh, they're in this house that I'm in. And I said, I'm gonna, I gotta, they're all over the place. Well, what's ant based? Well, it's poison that tastes good, right? <laughs> Put it together. Put it together. They're poisoning your food. It's not food. They rot your brain through their Netflix and all their screen entertainment. It's not there to entertain you. It's there to entrain you through negative repetitive content. Get yourself intellectually strong by studying instead of like most people, like you see people here in Canada. I mean, the first thing they do is crank up the tunes in their car and they're going down to that job they hate, getting the lobotomizing coffee on the way to the job they don't like. I'm like, have you ever listened to a podcast about business? Have you ever listened to a podcast about health? I mean, yeah, maybe you do go to the job every day for 20 years, but you get out on that 21st year. How are you going to do that? You mm. gotta, you gotta do some different stuff. You gotta strengthen yourself and use your time wisely. If you're driving 20 minutes a day to a job you don't like, but you're listening to that local radio station that makes the slavery feel groovy, you're never going to get out of it. No, never. It's just a repetitive cycle of doom, uh, and that's the thing. People don't realize they're on it, and it's like. That is part of the illusion, isn't it? To make you feel like you are safe, that you do have a choice, that you are in control, when in fact you're not. Like if you're waking up in a box, like we most of us do, and you're getting into another box to go to a box to do something that you don't like, like school or work or whatever that is, and then come back on a box to go get back, you know, into your box to be brainwashed by another box. Like you're literally living your life in boxes and it just goes one way. Uh, and the thing is, your kids then mirror that. And that's why we're so, you know, profoundly active and pro or proactive with our children. And, you know, they're out all the time. You know, like my, my daughter's out getting a bus at like eight o'clock this morning to go see friends and stuff like that. She's not sat watching Netflix, stuff like that. You know, my son's out doing stuff where he's training. It's like 
uh, you know, they do obviously have their fair share of like YouTube or this that, and the other, but they totally know that what the dangers are. They know what a lot of it's designed to do. So they take what they need. Whereas like most uh, to use it for their jigsaw puzzle, whereas most people don't do they, they just take, 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 take to the point where they've got so much pointless information in their head. That's when you get confused, isn't it? And then you're easily controlled and easily, um, well, put into fear by, you know, sudden pandemics and uh, Black Friday sales, uh, you know, and stuff like that to the point where you just freak out all the time uh, and, and never, ever listen to your own inner voice. And I think that's one of the big things I'm really trying to sort of coach people on individually and collectively at the minute. And another big part of my my course I'm running in the new year is uh, is to teach people how to switch out all that noise, go within, because we all have the answers, don't we? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that inner voice, the pineal gland, you can, you can, you can interface with what's true. They're going to tell you the truth is out there. It's always external to you. It's in the journals. I mean, they, this is the oldest trick in the book, right? This is all this time itself. I mean, all your answers are out there with the gurus and, and you know, the journals or the, the scriptures. They call them scriptures because they're scripts so that, you mm. know, script is something you act out. And it's not. You can ask yourself a question and sit in silence and you can feel your way through. They don't want you to know that because they want you running after the expert. You know, the top epidemiologist said, and I'm like, well, how does it really like, is that as far as you're going to go <laughs> with this, this life and death decision? And the average person, they don't know how to think for themselves. They don't know how to ask questions of themselves and be quiet. They always need to be guided. And is there anything wrong with people like that? Well, they weren't born like that. There's nothing wrong with them. They were conditioned to be like that through these systems of chemical lobotomy and indoctrination, hiding his education. I mean, I tell people the main culprit here to all this is sweet old Mrs. Crabtree down at the public school. Without sweet old Mrs. Crabtree, none of this could happen. Absolutely none. So if you were to do your own sort of jigsaw puzzle and go back to the seed, the seed problem, you're back to sweet old Mrs. Crabtree down at the government public school system. And that's how dangerous uh, allowing the government to interfere with natural processes is, is because they're not the government. There's something else. Are you so I might as well take this opportunity to, to just let people know if you need to know anything about mind control or brainwashing or psychological manipulation or behavior modification, just send me your email and I will put you on my newsletter. And my newsletter is uh, called The Christoph Report. It comes out three three or five times a week, handwritten by myself. We got AJ back. I'm not, AJ, I was just plugging myself on the free time. Hold on. My email, <laughs> my email is jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com. If you want to email me and get on my newsletter to find out uh, what I think is going on. It's not necessarily what's exactly going on, but uh, I get a lot of flack. And when you get a lot of flack, you know you're over the target. Absolutely. And uh, apologies about that. My internet was going to be flat, literally kicked me out of the uh, thing. It's been like it for all week. That's okay. Like a business person that tells myself what to do. I just plugged myself for that three minutes you were gone. <laughs> it did exactly that. 
You literally, uh, you controlled, you controlled the minds of my audience, like whilst I went there. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to hypnotize them to come my way. But you know, my my suggest, I mean, my use of hypnosis is, you know, I need, I want people better. I can't be better. I mean, you can't be the only one. If everybody else is in a wheelchair and dependent and childlike, childlike people need resources because they don't want to manufacture the resources themselves. So people like myself would go out and do for ourselves. We feel really drained, right? This is why the Canadian government took 20%, 30%, 40%, 50%, 60%. Now they're going to try and take 100% because everybody's dependent. Mm. So I need people independent for me to stay independent. That's, it's, not, it's a good goal. It might be a little bit of a selfish goal, but I can't be great until you're great. Mm. And that's just the way the contract goes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very similar to myself. You know, I'm just, uh, I'm finding that empowering others by being myself and doing my thing is having the best effect because they're asking them the right questions. They're like, man, like, you don't eat this, you don't do this, you look pretty good for your age. Um, like, what's the secret? You know, you're not screaming in debt, you're always really chilled out, you're not going kicking off everything left, right, center, what's your secret? And that's what I'm finding is the biggest thing now, like, especially my, my, my immediate family. Um, whether or not they take that on board is up to them. I'm showing some very good signs. They're showing very good signs of it, um, you know, of improvement. And just, just the questions and the conversations we're having are actually really, really uh, uplifting, actually. You know, they're just, uh, I was speaking to my, one of my brothers the other day. He's really into his Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and he's been doing a lot of... Uh, uh, Wim Hof breath work and um, actually taking some time out, you know, doing sort of like meditations in the shower and stuff like that. And just the conversations we're having now are completely different. You know, he's he's saying he's actively on the mat and he can like think two, three steps ahead. He's yeah. just he's using his energy so much better. He's he's feeling their energy and like how to use it against them. And you know, some people might say, "Oh, he's having a spiritual awakening," blah blah blah. But you know, my answer to that is like, well. It doesn't even need to have a label. It's just like he's just remembering who he is and what he's capable of, like all of us are. Um, and actually, like what his body and his mind can actually do. And, you know, that that's that's why all these years up till now, especially being, what, 20, 20 years service, I think is it now, Special Forces. You know, there's a lot of travel. There's a lot of indoctrination and there's a lot of programming, you know, to they want you, you know, they want a big group of psychopaths basically to be the elite. That's basically what it is in a nutshell. So they need to get you to that point, you know, so uh, that does that to you as an individual, you know, can take its toll as a person. Um, but I, I found that that from conversations like the special forces guys is a lot more now uh, taking a more of a spiritual approach to how they do everything, how they see everything. And that makes a massive difference because from what I saw, I've seen with the military, like for all nations, you know, pretty much post World War Two, soldiers and regiments and stuff like that never went anywhere from spirit, mind, body. It was just literally mind, body. You know, the spirit side has been completely disconnected, like it has done from majority of people in schools and stuff like that. Um, and it's only been kind of almost goaded at now as, like, when we t listen to the word God, for example. You know, the the actual per per person's perception of what that is has been completely distorted as well as part of this whole agenda to, to create that disconnection when in essence, it's literally the sun, right? Our, our life source. Right. Um, and and again, that, that whole perception has, uh, you know, really distorted so many people, hasn't it? Oh, I mean, you couldn't even, even if we had three hours, that would be a hard one to unpack. Mm. 
but they're never going to let, let you know that you're an electrical being that you can just say the hundredth monkey effect. People mm -hmm. don't, that should be taught in school. It was a group of monkeys on a Japanese chain of islands. There was researchers there that their, you know, their experiment involved the monkeys eating these red potatoes that they would bring to the experiment site. And they didn't, they would throw them because they didn't want to get close to the monkeys. They throw them on the sand so that the monkeys could see them. And then it took a while. Some of the monkeys started, you know, the monkeys were eating the potatoes with the sand on at first and they weren't liking that at all, but they didn't know how to do it. But some monkeys figured it out, go a le little deep, like go into the water, not just on the beach, go in the water and wash the sand off the potato. And it took years. And then some of the troop were, were starting to wash the, the sand off and it got to about a hundred monkeys and, but it took about three years or four years to the hundredth monkey learned how to wash the sand off the potato. So it was more pleasant to eat. And then that entire behavior ripped through the entire Island. The other researchers from the other part of the Island were, were troops. The monkey troops did not talk to each other. They were washing their potatoes and then scientists from other islands that were 10 to 30 miles away phoned and said, you wouldn't believe it. Everybody's washing their potatoes all at once. So this hundredth monkey effect will tell the story that you are a radio tower. I am a radio tower. I, I transmit signal. You transmit signal. We can hear each other. And we're so interested in copying and being part of the herd that we can hear what the herd is doing even if we can't see it. And what that means as well is that if we can get just enough people to start thinking logically, it'll blanket the entire earth all of a sudden. And this is the same as what's called the McClintock effect, where they used to have females in sororities and every female that would come in, they would sync up with the main group's menstrual cycle. The, and, it's, and no one would ever say, hey, you caught Judy's period, right? You, you just say there's an invisible communication happening where our bodies are like, what's this tribe doing? And you get the signal. And then your body mimics it on your behalf. So if we can just keep pushing to get people to think logically and be a little bit more brave and clean up their diet. Stop using your mouth as a goddamn garbage compactor to disempower yourself and know that that's where they get their profit to load the bullet in the gun that blows your own head off. Stop giving them the profit. Every chocolate bar you don't buy, every beer you don't buy, every alcoholic drink you don't buy, every gar piece of garbage that you don't buy takes money away from their agenda. And if we can just get more people thinking like this, we can get to the hundredth monkey effect this year, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, from what, from what I'm seeing from a, uh, all around the world, people are waking up to the fact that, you know, the last two and a half years has been, you know, a massive con to get us into even worse places. Um, but they're also starting to realize that all these sectors that have been very much a part of it, propping this matrix up, uh, are all collapsing around us. And we need that collapse to happen to actually roll the, the you know, the good positive stuff in. And, and, you know, that is coming in. But just like people have been 
brainwashed in as in drip fed you know all these little nasties um all these all these false matrices but basically you see everywhere around you um that's had to be drip fed over time not only into us but obviously our parents and then their parents mm-hmm. before them this isn't like so much just happened in the last couple of years ladies and gents this just goes back like centuries um and you only have to look at right just post post world war one when big pharma really took off at the same time as coca-cola and then all the other stuff, like nasties they started putting in the foods and the tobacco industry and that was all around the same time they really ramped it all up and it's been the same picture ever since if you actually went down and broke down every shareholder in all these major companies that basically rule the world they're all shareholders in each other's companies because they all prop each other up or we prop them up should we say that that's the thing right is you, you people have to understand how the system works i remember when disney went woke and their stock just went down and people are like, yeah. And I'm like, here's the trick. Your mutual fund is invested in Disney. Mm. Yep. They took your money, drove their agenda up into the stratosphere. It kind of tailspin financially out, but you pay the price. You paid for the agenda. You paid for the stratospheric rise in that company. And then you're the one that pays the price when it goes down. So these, these systems are control. Everything's a system of control. They have your money. They're driving their agendas. And then if it falls apart, you're out of your cash. So mm. it's time to start taking our cash out of these systems, taking our energy out of the systems bit by bit and let them fall down and, and make sure something logical, rational, moral, and ethical gets built in its place. And the only human that can do that is a courageous, brave, clean, healthy, well hydrated, proper sleep, get your sunshine human. And if you want to know the the only book for health that you ever need to own is Paul Check's book, How to Eat, Move and Be Healthy. Check is C-H-E-K. How to Eat, Move and Be Healthy. It's the only book you need in your house. You want to go full power with this magical device called the body that the creator gave you. You want to go full power? Read that book. And then you won't be, they won't rule you because you'll be strong. Yeah, absolutely. I'll uh, I'll put that. Make sure I put that in the show notes. Um, where will everybody be able to best find you? I know you are on Facebook quite a lot. Um, where's the best Jay- place for people if they Jason want to Christoph on Facebook. They can go to my website, jchristoff.com. And uh, I'd like to give you a gift, AJ, for the people that are going to be um, going to your course. No charge. I will give them my wealth lecture about mind control. I will give them my overcoming self-sabotage lecture on mind control and my brand new release just on brainwashing three, two hour lectures. They can have them free if they register for your program. And I'll tell you, when I talk to with no sensor, you get the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. So go uh, listen to AJ and you'll get all of that free. Wow. Thank you very much, brother. And um, and there was me complaining. I didn't get enough for Christmas. Um, <laughs> well, there you go. That, that's, <laughs> one, that, that's worth the, that's worth two ninety nine at least right there. I usually sell it for double that. So uh, you, people will get a two hundred ninety nine US value if they go and uh, take this great course you're taking with the opening the pineal gland, which is the bl- original b- Bluetooth to the creator. Yeah, hundred percent. Thank you, brother. Really appreciate that. And um, guys and girls, honestly, um, please follow Jason. Uh, and all his amazing work, you know, I, I speak very highly of Jason, um, you know, that there's such great things happening in the world right now, moving forward that you can break free from. 
um, tuning into Jason's content, the stuff I put out there. Um, I mean, if me and Jason suddenly get taken out, then it really is the end of the world. There's no one else worth listening to. Um, <laughs> you're all doomed. No, just joking. Um, but no, seriously, it's uh, it's really important that we we just keep on top of this information. And um, I, I said on my social media, I'm gonna I'm just gonna do exactly what the government's done to everybody. I'm just gonna flood social media with all this content so it confuses people. But and it's because it's completely the opposite to what the government have actually showed you um, in all the different countries. And I know it's working. Um, I know it's working within my own inner circles, wider circles. Um, I've I've got lots of military people that are reaching out to me. You know that we didn't see eye to eye at the start of it, and very much now totally get what I was going on about. Um, and the military personnel have probably been the hardest ones to um, to to understand that you didn't see it fully because of all the you know it's, it's such deep level programming you go through through training and courses and you know tours and all the rest of it. You know. You, why you think you are in places isn't always for that reason. So there's always going to be a battle of every individual when it comes to people understanding what's truly going on. But just understand that like people like myself, Jason, and majority, pretty much everyone will probably be watching probably, um, is that you're, you're always coming from a place of heart and not wanting people to be harmed, you know, unlike a lot of professionals out there that have been financially incentivized. Um, it, you, that's all you've ever done. And I think your family and friends will realise that one day that everything you've done has been for their benefit, not yours. Um, and as soon as they break free of those shackles and get that, you know, the whole world opens up for them. You know, I can, I can truly promise you that. Um, but for me and Jason, uh, I want to thank you all for tuning in today. Um, you can catch up the replay anytime. Please share this with your family and friends. And um, and please look at really doing something for yourself in 2023 that can take your mind and body to the next level. Um, you know, whether that's my course, Jason's courses, like or something, you know, whether it's a book, you know, how to eat and be healthy, like just something that can take your mind and your body to the, the next level. Because none of us truly know just how powerful we are. It's a work in progress. And, you know, you, you've all got to want to jump on the train. Um, but is there anything you want to uh, part with, Jason, before we... Uh, Head off. Well, just the same thing. If they want to get on my email list, email me at Jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com. And, uh, you know, maybe they can get, I send out the Christoph report three to five times a week. And uh, trust me, you'll like the, the I, it will be fully, it will be information that is not allowed on all social media. <laughs> uh, my favorite content. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, apologies for the um, the tech difficulties. I'll have a look at that later. Um, but for myself and Jason, please look after yourself. And I'll see you very, very soon once again on the AJ Roberts Show. <laughs>